Good morning. You're listening to Ross FM and I had a fabulous guest there, Timmy. And Timmy's still with us. And now I'm joined by Codeine's Nutrition. How are you? Hello, Kira. Delighted to be here. Thank you for having me. So tell, for everybody listening in, tell us a little bit about how you got into doing what you do and why you love what you do. Oh, it goes back to very like Timmy, I suppose, having my own health problems years ago, um, you know, back in my late 20s, early 30s, maybe. Um, I was living in Atlone, came to Atlone. I'm from Tipperary originally, came to Atlone to work in pharmaceutical industry. So in Elan. Um, so I worked in the pharmaceutical industry for about 15 years and um, had my own digestive problems. Okay. And I suppose started thinking about food and the impact of food and how I was eating, the way I was eating, how I was combining my foods as well. Um, and just started to kind of resolve things myself, started to get interested in books and following people online and realised that this was something that I did have a big interest in and wanted to learn more about. So I, I went and studied. So I had done my, I had a chemistry degree and I, I followed on from there with a postgraduate diploma and um, in nutrition so I studied and then you know had so much I loved that absolutely loved it realized it was a real passion for me you know um, and from there I um, decided then you know I was made redundant at, at, at one point and so that was kind of opened up and one door closed and That's another exactly door opens another opened yeah. so I started to work for myself so that was about 12 years ago now so I was working clients, working part-time, you know, had babies then. So that kind of slowed things down a little bit. Um, but got back on track and um, set myself up again and was working part-time in a health food store, not alone. Um, and then went from there full-time. Um, so I'm now based on the Ross Common Road in Circle of Life in Atlone. Fabulous. So I'm seeing clients there Tuesday to Friday every week and doing a little bit of corporate work, some community work. But mostly clients in uh, one-on-one or in in programs. Absolutely, and I suppose for when it comes to clients and things like that, what I suppose what are your what are you seeing? What kind of clients are you seeing coming towards you? What is their kind of the problems that they're presenting? Yeah, for resolve? so I'm, I'm working with women mainly. Some men, um, happy to see men, of course. <laughs> women mainly in the forties and fifties, yeah. uh, that age group, uh, perimenopause, menopause. Yeah, there's that a lot of talk about menopause now. It seems to be a huge problem for many women. Yes, and it's yeah. a time when a lot of health issues can start for women. Mm. It's a time when current health issues can maybe worsen for women. So I'm working in the area of thyroid, diabetes. I know we met, you've mentioned diabetes already. I'm seeing a huge amount of pre-diabetes now, this year in particular, more wow. than I've ever seen. Um, so and, and weight loss. So those are the three areas that I'm working in. And it's primarily that age group um, when things can get harder, when we have so many changes in our body, yeah. you know, late 40s, early 50s. And that hormonal, hormonal shift can be so huge that it really changes things for us. Um, and thyroid can be a problem. Managing our weight can be, you know, it is mm. can be managed, but it, it gets a bit harder. And it's time then when we do have to look at the carbs, the sugar, all of these things that we've ju- you've just been talking about. Um, and to really kind of re- re-look at how we eat, how we exercise. Um, and it's something that, you know, as we're in our late 40s and 50s, we're busy, we have children, we're on yeah. the go, we're running, you know, I'm running from one pitch to another pitch <laughs> in the evenings, yeah. and it's busy, and it's easy to let ourselves, um, you know, take a back seat. And it's so easy true. to let the, you know, let the, the food slip, 
Mm-hmm. You know, we'll, we'll always focus on our children and their dinners and their good lunches and their breakfast, but it's easy to skip our own, you know. Absolutely. And it happens, you know, I have my good weeks and my bad weeks, you know, when I'm, you know, last week I had to go to a, a, a soccer match and yeah. I was trying to figure out when am I going to eat my dinner? You know, I, was, I, I had to race home, pick up, run to a, a pitch and be there for six o'clock. Yeah. And it was about planning. I had to think about it the night before. I had my dinner ready. I brought it in a food flask and ate it Fantastic. in the car at the pitch. Yes. And that was how I managed it. Otherwise, it would have been nine or ten o'clock that I night. Do that, I do that. Like, and and these are the things that I, you just have to do when we're busy. And yeah. um, it's, it goes back to a bit of planning and habits. I talk a lot about habits with, with ladies, you know, and the bad habits we've developed over the years. And yeah. of course, since COVID, we all developed a lot of bad habits. And it's kind of breaking down the bad habits and building new ones and building new relationships around food. Absolutely. It's so interesting you talked about habits there and lifestyle. I think discipline seems to be a thing that th- theme yeah. comes up there for me. It's very yes. hard to keep that yeah. discipline, isn't it? Sometimes? Yeah, because there's so much available yeah. to us. It's so easy to just pick up the phone, pick up you know, an order from a nap, order your, your dinner. Yeah. Everything is so easy these days, you know, so it's... Um, easy not to cook it's easy not to do a, a, a proper shop it's easy not to put on the fruit you know or not to sorry buy the fruit and put on the veg for dinner um, it's much easier these days because um, there's so much kind of processed food easy food um, so it's it's getting back to the basics really you know and putting a little bit of time into that into cooking having the veg there you know having the good quality foods there um, having more uh, protein and fats, healthy fats like Timmy was just saying there yeah. I talk about fats every day to ladies and we are very fat phobic in Ireland. Yeah, we're terrified of fats. <laughs> we are terrified of fats and we need fats so much. Yes. Women we need our hormones yeah. need fats. That's what we're based on. You yeah. know. What I hear, hear a lot and I used to hear a lot and that's a really good saying. So we tend to blame um the fat for what the sugar has caused. Yes, of so course. So we think fat is the bad, and mm. then fat is what yes. we need, and the other is what we don't. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, so fats are really important for us, especially women, you know, and they're so nourishing. And it's about the type, the right type of fats, you know, our omega-3 fats, the healthy fats, our oily fish, our chia seeds, our avocados, you know. Um, and I just find people really shy away because of the fat content, you know. And yeah. yes, they have a fat content, but it's a healthy fat healthy content. Fat. And, you know, when we have more fats, we're more nourished, we're more satisfied it's so great for our appetite mm-hmm. um, carbs make me hungry you know if I have a lot of carbs I'm hungry I, I go on that roller coaster like you just mentioned I'm hungry I want sugar and a lot of people are like that um, and it's it's so nice to feel full and satisfied and that's uh, you know the best feedback I could hear from a client is that you know they've realized that they're full now and they're not bloated and they're satisfied after a meal and they can go f- three or four hours and feel full. And that's the way we should feel every day. I think so. It is really true. I know I said it earlier on as well, but we are what we eat. But what are some maybe for listeners listening in kind of symptoms that they should be aware of that mm. there may be that there's something in their diet that they really do need to change that like I know we mentioned as well that it can be the I suppose sugar and issues like that can lead to Alzheimer's and things like that when you're looking at like yeah. ways of adapting your diet what are kind of some really telltale signs that people may not spot as easily um, I suppose I hear a lot about the bloat is every week as well so yeah. the bloat is a big one and a lot of women will say to me oh it, it's okay to feel a bit bloated isn't it and I say absolutely not yeah 
we shouldn't feel bloated and we kind of I, I think we get used to these symptoms so we think mm. it's there every day we don't know what it's like to maybe not feel bloated yeah. so you know if you're feeling bloated after a meal if you have to open up your, your jeans your, your trousers if you feel really tired after a meal that's a big telltale sign for me when we eat we should go from a hungry state to a full state mm. we shouldn't have a big surge of energy and we shouldn't have a big dip in energy either we sh- and we shouldn't feel bloated. We should just feel the same, but now we're satisfied. So that's a feeling that a lot of people just don't get. We shouldn't have mm. those big dips in energy, you know, that big 3 p.m. slump where you go for a coffee and you, you need a bar of chocolate. Yeah. Um, that's another telltale sign. That would tell me, you know, maybe you didn't have enough protein in your day. Maybe you didn't have a good breakfast. Maybe you didn't eat enough earlier on in the day. Yes. A lot of people are eating more calories later on in the day. A big mm. dinner and snacks for the evening. When we need to turn that on its head, have a good breakfast, have a good lunch. You know, that's when we're busy and active. That's when we need our calories. Mm. I saw a message come in there from Katrina in Roscommon. Um, can you please ask the girls about intermittent fasting? I've been doing it now a while, but something tells me maybe I don't need to do it as much. What's your advice? Yes, I would do some intermittent fasting with my clients if it's appropriate, if it's suitable. You know, it doesn't suit everybody. Um, I do find men are much better at it than women. And I, I think our cycle, our monthly cycle probably can play havoc at, you know, with us in terms okay. of fasting at certain times of the month. So there's certain times when maybe you shouldn't be fasting and it can be related to your cycle. Um, you know, and I would say to that lady, maybe she's been too strict with herself. You know, maybe she just needs to, you know, push out her breakfast till maybe 10 or 11. Maybe she's fasting till 12 or later in the day. Um, but how you break that fast is really important. So I wouldn't break it with a lot of carbohydrate because, again, that could send you on that roller coaster craving for more carbs. I think it's important to have, a, you know, a big meal at, you know, at, at that time, whether it's 11 or 12, um, and to have a, a protein rich meal maybe with some fat so maybe if that lady is not having we'll say her first meal till 11 or 12 maybe some eggs maybe some avocado you know think of it as her first meal of the day after her long fast but certainly not too much carbs beautiful I have another message in from Ellen listening in the the show really enjoying this morning Kira. can you ask the girls any recommendations for meal prepping when to prep when to prep so I start thinking about my dinner when I'm washing up from the, at the previous night when I'm tidying up the kitchen yeah. I open up my fridge and I use my fridge to guide me so I think it's important to have a tidy fridge a clean fridge <laughs> yeah. and an ordered fridge you know and I have lots of little um, containers where I put things in so mm. that I can see yeah. You know, I hate it when I find something that's shoved to the back that has gone off and needs to be dumped. So I think using our fridge to guide us, you know, having the kind of veg drawer, you know, your dairy section maybe, um, you know, but being able to see what you have. And yes. when, when you're tidying up, I would say, OK, what am I going to have for breakfast tomorrow? What are, what are my girls having for their lunch? What's for, what's for dinner? And I start looking at the fridge, look, taking something out of the freezer maybe if I need to. Yeah. You know, the freezer should be our best friends. That's my best friend in my house is the freezer. Um, and start planning then. You know, and I would often yeah. maybe prep a little bit the night before or I could start prepping, um, you know, in the morning if I have a few minutes to start mm-hmm. prepping. Like tonight, I know I'm going to be prepping tonight for tomorrow's dinner because tomorrow evening is a busy evening with matches and things for me. So it's about getting ahead of yourself. Ahead of yourself yeah. You know, if I come home late and I don't have time, I have to put something quick on. And I think, Sarah, I think it's really important we don't overstress it. 
Yeah. So, you know, like yes. a quick one. You, you don't have to think about dinner. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to spend two hours in the kitchen. No, so it doesn't. I don't. No, I don't do I that. Don't I don't have time. <laughs> I have no time for that. But like that, I would be like, like you were saying. But I, what I also find is when you have nutritious food, when you eat your fats and protein, and mm. I, I need my fiber, definitely, you don't eat as much. No, you're fuller for longer. But like I have reduced my my shopping by so much because mm. we eat twice a day in a best day. Okay. Um, and that's fine for us. Now the kids obviously eat more and yes. they eat their fruits and all day and snack. But like I'm different to himself. I, I, I eat in the morning. I eat breakfast with the kids, and then I may have a few nuts or berries or something just to keep me going midday. And then I would have sort of a dinner, four o'clock is the latest. Something small, something, you know, I don't overeat. I always eat a bite less than what I need. And I'm quite happy mm. and I have a great night's sleep. I wake up energized and mm. and then I definitely spend so much less in the shop on food than I did before. Yes. But I think it's when we go to our butchers and we go to a fruit and veg shop or a market yeah. and we're buying nutrient dense food. It is so much better than, you know, doing everything in the supermarket. And yes, it's a little bit of work maybe going from one place to another, but um, you know, you do feel it and, mm. and, and and maybe you might need to spend a little bit more, you know, in the butchers than maybe a supermarket. But mm. you will notice that my, my family always notice it, you know, if the chicken is from the butchers rather than a supermarket or mm. if beef for the stew, for example, is, is from the butchers, they notice it and they're fuller and you know, you really do see it. And even things down you know, down to vegetables when I buy um, when broccoli's in season and it's local to me, you know, it, um, in in, in um you know, my girls who will say, oh, my God, that broccoli is so nice, which is not something you hear from children yeah. too often. And my I children, yeah. they don't too, say yeah. it yeah. too often, but they notice the flavor yes. because mm. it was picked that morning wow. uh, and it was so fresh, you know, but that's, you know, when it's in season. Um, so I, you know, I try and avoid the broccoli wrapped in plastic in the supermarkets, which when was it wrapped? When was it picked? How long was it in store? Mm. You know, what's it, what does it taste like when you eat it? Is there any flavor? So it, it's so different mm. to when you buy it fresh and it's in season and maybe it's local, picked locally, you know. Yeah. Aoife from La Cara wants to know, any recommendations on different alternative dinners? I find myself struggling with this the whole time. Well, I think, you know, when I'm planning my dinner, I'm thinking protein. What protein am I going to have is the first thing in my head. You know, am I going to have chicken? Am I going to have some fish? Am I going to have some, you know, meatballs or um, stew? You know, so I rotate between, you know, I'm work pretty much meat eaters uh, in our house but if you're vegetarian or vegan again thinking about your protein and you have to maybe work a little bit harder there to have yeah. a bit more um, to keep it balanced and get to get your full you know profile of amino acids but I start with my protein and then I think about my veg and then my starchy carbs are probably the last thing you know so mm. potatoes or pasta or rice um, and I use my food plate to guide me in terms of portion sizes yes um, but I think, um, you know, use your, make things a bit easy. You know, we tend to make things hard for ourselves. We don't have to, you know, get your slow cooker out, you know, yeah. um, make a big batch of something, meatballs, stew, casseroles, chicken, whatever you like. And, you know, make extra, put it in the freezer, have some there for the busier mm. days. You know, yeah. it's great to be able to pull something out. Um, you know, like tomorrow night, I'm going to make some um Meatballs. I'm going to make a big batch. I'm going to put some away. Beautiful. You know, I'm going to make a Swedish meatballs. Actually, a new recipe that I, I saw recently. So it's a mix of pork and beef. Okay. Um, 
but I'm going to make a big batch and I'm going to have some extras. So the extras could be lunches some days mm. or they could be a dinner, you know, but it's always nice to have something there. The I love it. I love it. For everybody listening in, actually, um, what kind of, what, what, what keynotes would you like them to take away from, I suppose, everything we've spoke about this morning? Well, I think um, it's looking at, you know, the type of grains, the type of carbohydrates that you have, you know, if you're feeling those slumps, if you're feeling mm. the bloat, you know, I would look at the carbohydrates. Um, and, you know, like Timmy was saying, yes, I, I do recommend some gluten-free eating for a lot of my clients, especially if there's underactive thyroid there. And they try foods, they try or they try the breads from the shop. And, you know, there is there is a variety, there is a better variety than there used to be. But when yeah. you look at the ingredients, yeah. it's a paragraph. Oh, yeah, it's awful. It's, you could bounce and, them off the walls, and honest I, to God. I've Bread actually so taken bad. people off, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, there recently enough because mm. there was too much fibre, they were too bloated, too gassy, and it was because of the type of gluten-free bread that they were eating. Mm. And I'm going, to pa- I'm going to pass your details on to that lady now that I'm thinking about her. Um, so... Um, I think looking at the carbs, building more protein in your diet. Most people that I meet, they're not eating enough protein. We should be having a gram per kilo of body weight. Okay, wow. So protein is a very different macronutrient Mm -hmm. to carbs um, or fat. It's very filling. It's very satisfying. It takes longer to digest. It goes slower to our system. So we're just Mm -hmm. fuller from longer for longer um, so I, you know get more protein into your day so we're not relying on the carbs and the sugars so much so we can feel fuller um, you know it's, it's fantastic for everything you know from weight loss to any health condition that you might have protein is so important beautiful well thank you so much for coming into studio for everybody listening and tell us where we can find you and how we can get in contact you can find me on uh, katrinahodgins.com um, or Katrina Hodgins Nutrition on Facebook and I'm on, on Instagram and I have um, a menopause supper club running at the end of May the 26th of May with Margaret Sexton from Margaret's Kitchen here in Roscommon on the walk in Roscommon a lovely new cookery school in Roscommon so um, that's going to be a lovely evening um, limited places on that and that'll be a lovely kind of demo learn and dine evening focused on supporting you through your menopause I love it I love it you're amazing tell us as well your social media if people want to find you on Instagram as well how can they find you there so see Hodgins Nutrition on Instagram and Katrina Hodgins Nutrition on Facebook fantastic thank you so much for coming in this morning ladies you've been amazing and I've had delicious treats here that I'm, conti- I'm going to continue to snack on for the day amazing thank you so much thank, thank you, you so much. Thank hope you, you have a beautiful day